Welcome to Take Up and Read, a bite-sized Bible study podcast on the Sunday Catholic Mass readings. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. This Sunday is the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year C. Our first reading is Jeremiah 38, verses 4-6 through 6 and 8-10, through 10, when the prophet is rescued from his banishment to a cistern. Jeremiah's ordeal takes place during the siege of Jerusalem by the Babylonians under Nebuchadnezzar. King Zedekiah of Judah had rebelled against Babylonian vassalage by refusing to pay tribute, and thus invited retribution from the powerful empire. Jeremiah had prophesied that the city would not be able to repel the invaders, drawing the ire of many of his countrymen. Zedekiah allowed the princes to temporarily dispose of the prophet for fear of his demoralizing the people, before changing his mind in our selection here. Just one quick textual note, Ebed-Melech is called a Kushite, an ancient polity in modern-day Ethiopia. The thrust of Jeremiah's prophetic career was preaching against the sins of the king of Judah and the people, warning of a coming exile from the promised land if they would not keep the covenant. More immediately, Jeremiah encouraged Zedekiah to submit to the Babylonians in order to secure the continuation of the kingdom of Judah. In the end, the holy city of Jerusalem fell to the invaders, the Davidic monarchy collapsed, the temple was destroyed, and the people remaining were taken into exile in Babylon. The prophet Jeremiah was persecuted for telling hard truths, turning many of his own people against him, just as Jesus portends in this Sunday's Gospel. Our psalm this Sunday is Psalm 40, which is attributed to King David, rejoicing at the Lord's deliverance in his distress. Verse 3 rather literally echoes Jeremiah's experience in our first reading. He drew me out of the pit of destruction. In the context of this Sunday's gospel, the psalm reminds Christians that despite the division the gospel can create within families, the Lord stands ready to protect his faithful just as it came to the deliverance of the prophet Jeremiah. This Sunday's second reading is Hebrews 12 verses 1 through 4, an exhortation to perseverance in faith despite opposition. The language of running the race is also frequently used by St. Paul, for instance at 2 Timothy verse 4, 7, chapter 4, verse 7, and Paul is considered by some to be the author of the anonymous letter to the Hebrews. The great cloud of witnesses that our reading refers to are those the author has just finished recounting in chapter 11, a portion of which we read last Sunday. That Jesus sits at the right hand of the throne of God is a reference to Psalm 110 verse 1 the most referenced passage of the Old Testament in the New, which we have discussed a number of times previously on the podcast. The original Greek sense of describing Jesus as the leader and perfecter of faith means that he is the one who calls us to faith and the one who will bring it to completion in heaven. As Paul says at 2 Timothy verse 2, or chapter 2, verse 12, If we endure, we shall also reign with him. By the shame of the cross, Hebrews echoes Paul once again. See 1 Corinthians 1, verses 23 and 25. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Jesus endured such opposition from sinners, fulfilling the prophecy of Simeon at his presentation at Luke 2, verse 34, that he would be a sign of contradiction. 
we are similarly called to such faithfulness in the face of persecution, even to the point of shedding blood. Our Gospel this Sunday is Luke 12, verses 49 through 53, some of our Lord's most passionate preaching in the Gospels. I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. Fire is a common scriptural image for God's presence and judgment. The baptism of which our which Jesus speaks here is a reference to the trials he will face in his passion, a term he also used at Mark 10:38 when speaking to the apostles James and John. This is not our sacrament of baptism, but that self-offering of our Lord from which the sacrament takes its power. We share in Jesus' death and resurrection through our baptism. See Romans 6, verses 3-4. The rest of the passage makes the indisputable point that living according to the gospel often causes division within families. Our Lord himself experienced this among his kin in hometown. See John 7, verse 5 and Mark 6, verse 4. Jesus is actually quoting a prophecy from the prophet Micah, chapter 7, verse 6 who foretells the division between the righteous and unrighteous, which is a prelude to the restoration of a faithful remnant of the people from the Babylonian exile. Jesus is telling the disciples that before the coming of the kingdom, there must be division. In Jesus' earthly life, as with our own, there is no resurrection without the cross. In his book, On the Way to Jesus Christ, written while part cardinal prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, Joseph Ratzinger wrote that the Jesus who makes everything okay for everyone is a phantom, a dream, not a real figure. The Jesus of the Gospels is certainly not convenient for us. The message of this Sunday's readings, however, is that the Lord watches out for those who seek him. As Jesus says at John 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That's all we have time for today. Let's conclude with a collect from this Sunday's Mass. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that, loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. To learn more and find resources, visit studycatholic.com. And please tell your friends about the show and leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thanks again and God bless.